Hey everybody, this is Robert Yerby, and this is one interesting thing about insurance. Thanks for listening. I am an insurance professional. I have about 24 years in the insurance business. Nobody's impressed with that. Nobody cares. Nope. Nope. Uh, instead, I'm that guy at you know his five-year-old niece's birthday party that just casually mentions that Bouncy houses are often erected and tethered by untrained homeowners, and how a typical bouncy house can probably go airborne with 200 pounds worth of rugrats in it. Does anybody anybody check these these stakes to see how tightly they're into the ground? Anybody? Yeah. Who invited that guy? Because nobody cares, I usually say, uh, I don't want to talk about insurance. I kind of want to talk about insurance, but... Mm, you'll see. Hey, I got Brianna with me today. Hi, everyone. Brianna, uh, have you ever applied for life insurance before? I have never applied for life insurance. Okay. I used to sell life insurance kind of a long time ago. Okay. But but it has been a long time. And you'd think that given that I used to sell it, I, I would know what I'm doing when I applied for life insurance. Right. Yeah, you would think. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I used to sell knives. <laughs> when I was 18. Um, so you know a lot about knives, too? I know more than the the average bear, yeah. And I love to talk about what I know about knives. Gotcha. And, and everybody has knives. And uh, if I get stuck in the kitchen and somebody's cooking, I might just like pull out the, the knife trivia. <laughs> yeah. Just pull out the Cutco knives. like Those are the knives, yeah. <laughs> I went to a Cutco knife like thing when I was a kid. They were like, it was like this big demonstration. They're like, these can cut through a shoe. Like, we they just can. Like, you know, walk around and sell these house to house. <laughs> Those are great knives. I still yeah. have my Cutco knives from when I was 18. Yeah, that's funny. And I, they're I, still I sharp. Yeah, I didn't sign up for it. I didn't end up selling the Cutco knives. Didn't know if I was cut out for the door-to-door lifestyle, but <laughs> I did go to one. <laughs> well, you don't really walk door-to-door if you know what you're doing. You get referrals. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was like 18, so I was like not confident that I was going to be able to sell these Cutco knives. Oh, man. Well, that's how we weed people out. Right? You don't have the confidence to do it, man. You, you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> but I mean, just one more thing about the knives, and, and clearly this, this isn't starting off about insurance. We're, we're going to go in a completely different direction. So um, I, I was dating this gal, and she, she comes over, and she's going to make dinner at my place. Okay. Okay. And and I don't I don't remember what it was that she was making, but she needed a knife, and I hand her one of my Cutcos from 1994. Sucker <laughs> hasn't been sharpened since 94. Okay. And she slices open her hand. Oh like man! That little pad on your hand, yeah. like just um, below your thumb. Oh yeah. She slices like a an inch open. And I mean, it's it's gushing, Ugh. and she's just like, she was like, oh no no no, and and like I see all the blood. I was like, oh gosh, and I gave her, um, uh, it was probably a dirty towel, you know, like I used at the gym, you know, and she puts it on her hand, and I'm like, yeah, just put some pressure on there. Well, I think she was embarrassed that she cut herself. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember how long we'd been dating, but it hadn't been that long. I think she was really embarrassed, and she wanted to keep. Like cooking, right? She she didn't want me to take her to the emergency room. She's was, like, no, it'll be fine. Like, we'll just have the pasta like planned. <laughs> oh my gosh, she did too. She's like, no, 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 it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. 
Well, I was like really skeptical. I was like, I don't know. I mean, that looked like a lot of blood. We might need to take you to the emergency room. She's like, no, 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 no. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm just keep pressure on it. Well, she holds it on there for like 15, 20 minutes. No kidding. Like, okay. And then she pulls the towel off and it just starts gushing. Still bleeding. You're like, yeah, you need stitches. (laughs) And I don't mean like just a little bit, like it's gushing out of her hand. And I was like, yeah, babe, you need to go to the emergency room. Let me drive you right now. By the way, I'm super finicky about my car. So one of the things that I thought of was like, how can we wrap this up so well that she's not going to bleed in, in your Camaro? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, I, do, I do remember thinking that. Uh, but anyway, she's still like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Well, it turns out her dad is like an ER doctor oh, or something. okay. She's like, I'll just get an at-home treatment. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But he's an ER doctor in Chattanooga. Like, oh, okay. Like, I'm a li- I live in Phoenix. Right. Not even close. Right. <laughs> so I said, why don't you call your dad and see what he says? See if he thinks you need to go to the emergency room. And so she FaceTimes him and he looks at it for half a second. He's like, oh, gosh, you need to go to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go. All right. Well, this took place like October. I remember exactly when it was. It was like the first week of October 2020. You know how I know? How do you know? Because when I took her into the ER, the like the little receptionist was like, you can come in because you're bleeding profusely. Right. And since we're worried about COVID, well, your fella here can't come in at all. Gotcha. With or without a mask, no, absolutely not. He can't come in. So I dropped her off at the ER and I was like, I guess text me when you're Ready done. for pickup? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I went... Uh, to this this bar that was like kitty corner from there and I watched a playoff game. It was baseball playoffs and I sat there for a couple hours. I had some chicken wings. Um, I had a drink and when I picked her up that was the end of the date. (laughs) Right, yeah. That was it. What were we talking about? Knives. Yeah, knives. The Cutco knives. Yeah. Okay. I forget how we got yeah, to that. I guess I should have started selling them. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> They're good knives. Yeah. I guess that's one. Like I, 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 I don't really need new ones because the other ones are still great, but I highly recommend them. Uh, anyway, so we were t- we were going to yeah, talk no, about. No, we're not being insurance. sponsored by Cutco knives, everybody. <laughs> we could get a sponsor. <laughs> we obviously love them. Uh, no, we were going to talk about a life insurance application. So, yeah. All right. My youngest son is 15. Okay. The last time that I applied for life insurance was, let's say, about 16 years ago. Okay. I I would have had another policy prior to that because I, I have older sons. But when my wife was pregnant with the youngest, I needed more. Okay. Okay. So, so let's say it had been a decade since the last time I had bought life insurance, I'm applying. I'm not in the business anymore, but I, I have a buddy that's in the business, so I called him up. And so he's going to take the application for me. And I remember thinking the the day before he's coming over to take the app, what I needed to know, what sort of information I was going to need to provide all this. Having been in the business, I, I felt like I was pretty prepared. But he shows up, and I got tripped up by a question. And it was something like, uh, who are all the doctors that you've seen over the past five years? And, uh, I mean, if you were to ask me that now, 
I can think of a couple right, that yeah. I've seen really recently, but I mean, five years, five, I mean, you might as well have asked me over the last 50 years. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could answer that just as well. I have no idea. Um, it's just not something I store in my head. Right. So I, I told my buddy the name of the doctor that I would go see if I got sick. I wasn't even confident that I'd seen that person in the last five years, but... You're like, this is my go-to for yeah. like when I feel sick. Right. <laughs> so here, and I feel it's like the, sort of like that question, um, like when was the last time you had a tetanus shot? They asked me that when I go to the doctor. You're like, like I don't know, when I was <laughs> in elementary school? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I've gotten a booster since high school, but I mean, I couldn't tell you when. Like, are you yeah. Sp- are they supposed to keep track of that? Yeah, they, they they let you know when you need stuff. Yeah, but now with like healthcare, you know, they, uh, you're supposed to go to like CVS, you know, your <laughs> one stop uh, shot. <laughs> somebody shot. should somebody should know if I've had a yeah. tetanus shot. Yeah. And okay, so I give him the name <clears throat> of that one doctor. I'm not confident that that's the whole list, but eh. and and he's a dude too, so I, I felt like he understood. And then we finish the application and, and everything's fine. He goes home. Okay, like three days later, I had one of those situations where like I literally sat up in bed at night and was like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, I forgot. The dermatologist. Okay. I forgot about the dermatologist. Gotcha. Yes. And I, I was certain that was within the, that five-year window. It had been a couple of years. I had been to this dermatologist and I forgot to tell him. Okay, so well, well, let me explain though. Okay, so I I used to have a little like skin tag right here. Okay, I, guess, I can see. Yeah, I can listeners see can't now. see it, but like yeah. it's right where my beard would start. Gotcha. On my neck, and it was just this tiny little uh, dark brown speck, and protruded from my neck. And the thing was, I mean, it didn't really bother me. Gotcha. Except when I was shaving. Mm. Okay. I shave like a man. Like there's three minutes before we have to leave for, you know, a a black tie affair. All right. That's when I decide I'm going to shave. And so I do it really, really quickly. And I would take the razor and I would, I would nick this thing all the time. Gotcha. Because I'm clean shaven today, but I mean, unless I have to see people, like I work from home, I don't. I don't shave every day. Right. So I routinely get, you know, three, four days worth of growth, and then I'd shave and I'd nick this sucker because I'm not, I'm not really seeing it in the mirror. Right. And then it would bleed, and if I was shaving to go to work or something, now I'm worried I'm going to bleed onto my shirt. Uh, it was a whole big thing. So I went to this dermatologist because somebody, my mom, somebody was like, just go to the dermatologist. They'll clip it right off Right, for and you. they just remove it for you, yeah. Yeah. That had never occurred to me. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'll go. So I go to this dermatologist, and it was one of those deals where the the nurse or whoever comes in beforehand, takes your blood pressure, your your temperature, all that, asks you why you're there, and then they go out. And I don't, I don't think they do anything with that information because the doctor always comes in and he's like, what are you doing here? Ask the, yeah, ask the same questions. <laughs> so he comes in, he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, you know, I've got this little like thing on my neck and he doesn't even really look at it. So maybe, maybe she did tell him why I was there and he just wanted to double check. He didn't walk into the wrong room or something. 
But yeah, he doesn't even really look at it. He turns around and he he's got this uh, drawer he goes okay. into and it's got what looks like a stapler remover. Okay. Okay. You know, the, the yep, old time. The little claw thing. thingy. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, he just, he doesn't ask. He just lunges at me and he just clips it off my neck and then he kind of like just like flicks it into the garbage <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know, he puts the stapler remover thing back in the drawer. Maybe, maybe he wiped it off. I'm not sure. The point was it all happened really fast. And it was super easy. I didn't even get like a band aid, a cotton right. swab, nothing. He was just like, "You're good eh, to go. Get out of here." <laughs> and and that was it. That, that that's the thing that I forgot to tell my life insurance agent. Okay, so I I omitted this on the questionnaire. Well, what's the consequence of that? Because would they just not write your policy if it was if they considered it was that major? Well, let's kind of skip ahead. They're processing this application not knowing that I went to the dermatologist. Okay? Gotcha. And I'm in reasonably good health. I, I was then. And so they're going to issue a policy to me, again, not knowing that I went to this dermatologist. Now, they asked the question. They must want to know right. what doctors I've been to. I you know, omitted that information. They issue a policy. Let's say, you know, I, you know, die in a car wreck a year later. Or, or let's say, let's say I die of cancer a year later. Right. Something, something like that. And it, it actually doesn't matter how I died, you know, to, to how we answer the question, but however I die, what happens then? And you and, and had omitted that information? Yeah. I didn't tell them. Well, I guess like thinking if you died from cancer or something like that, they would be like, they might see that as like that was an health, a health issue you didn't tell them about and they could like null and void the, the policy maybe and not pay it out. Okay. Well, but in this specific example, this tiny little thing, like the doctor didn't say anything about, hey, this could be cancer. We're going to send this to the lab. <laughs> Biopsy, you know, yeah. Going to have my my peers look at this under a microscope and all this stuff. Like he didn't do that. He, he didn't seem concerned about it at all. Again, he just flicked it into the garbage. So no talk about cancer, no talk about follow up with me in six months, nothing like that. Now, the way that they're going to treat that at the insurance company, I'll, I'll explain it like this. If, if you were to pass away within the first two years after the policy being issued, the insurance company will undoubtedly do a, a review of your application to be sure that you were truthful. Okay, if they discover that you were not, and, and this omission is something that they would find out about, okay, that they would find out I had been to the dermatologist, uh, they would review those. Um, doctor records, they would identify, hey, this was this was not a, a cancer a concern, and and therefore, it's not material. Okay, I'll, I'll use that word. Uh, it's not material to the offer of insurance. And what I mean by that is, if I had told them about this dermatologist visit, they still would have issued the policy. Right, it didn't make a difference. <clears throat> yeah, if I had omitted a doctor visit with an oncologist or 
a cardiologist that's you know looking at you know some serious issue then yes that that could be deemed material to the offer of insurance all these little things you know we mentioned tetanus shots you know if if they had asked me you know I'm I up to date on my vaccinations and you know what I just pff, had no idea or you know misspoke about something that's it's not material Gotcha. Just like something major, like health-wise, they would deem that was something you should have told them when they were the policy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, and, and some of that is subjective. Okay. I might think something's not significant. They might say that it is. And then we got to get, you know, into litigation. But for the most part, I just, I'm just going to leave it at, if it's material, then you should have told them they could rescind the policy if it's material to the offer of insurance. Gotcha. And then if they rescind the policy, then obviously there's no insurance coverage. They're not paying that death claim. Right. Yep. So best policy, just be honest. Try to remember everything you can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is a good rule of thumb. Just just absolutely be honest. Um, Tell them everything you can remember. Right. And really the law is skewed towards the consumer. If you've made an honest mistake about something, uh, very often, you know, you're you're going to be okay. Right, yeah. It's just like anything major, they would definitely. Yeah. Well, and, and I also, also, I feel like you'd remember. Yeah, but it was something cancer. major, yeah. Oh, hey, I've been, yeah, I've been having these issues, these major serious health issues, yeah. Right. You would remember, yeah. Sometimes I go to the dentist, and I feel like when, when they uh, have me fill out that form every time, uh, they're asking about surgery. And I can never seem to remember if I've had surgery. I don't think that I ever. Yeah, have, you're like I don't nothing. Yeah, you haven't been cut open lately, so. But you, you, yeah. I tell myself that's probably something I'd remember. I'm gonna go with no. Yeah, yeah. And and do you know? Speaking of dentists, I pick my dentist. Recently, I've been seeing this guy for like five six years. He doesn't make me fill out the form. Oh. So when I go in to get the the, the cleaning and the checkup and everything, I don't have to fill out paperwork. That's a selling point to me. That's why I go there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I think he's a good dentist. Uh, like the what bedside manner, the hygienist and stuff is all fine, too. Uh, they let me watch Sports Center while they're right. cleaning me. That's all good. <laughs> nice. But really, I, I probably keep going because I don't have to fill out paperwork before I get sat down. Nice. Yeah, that, that's a good that's time save. Yeah. Huge to me. That's an aggravation. <laughs> yeah, all the paperwork, yeah. <laughs> Especially if that's someone that you go to. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think my dentist, I don't fill out a bunch of paperwork every time I go because I've just been a patient there. So, I mean, they ask you, you know, any little questions, but nothing super crazy. And they just kind of type it into the into the keyboard into their little computer over there. So, Well, how come every time I yeah. take my kid to the dentist, I got to fill out three pages of stuff? Oh, I don't know. Maybe with kids because their teeth move more. People losing teeth. If you need to get them braces, I mean, there's probably a lot more those are, questions. Those aren't even the questions that they're asking, <laughs> oh. though. <laughs> has your kid had a surgery? Like, uh, yeah. Has your kid fallen off the monkey bars? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's overkill. All right. Uh, did we did we cover everything we want to cover? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully that was one interesting thing about insurance yes we covered a couple of different things about interesting things about knives yeah which could also be an insurance episode i'm sure (laughs) yeah yeah we'll we'll cover you know liability if somebody slices their hand open 
at your place on a different uh, episode. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, if you like our stories, uh, these are featured in uh, our insurance classes also. Uh, if you need insurance, continue education, check out bmfce.com. Thanks for joining me again, Brianna. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye.